Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now we're joined by the beard himself. Matt Leonard comes in. The beard's back. It is. It is back. It'll be back for quite some time. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, nothing to shave it for. That's good. It's nice. That, that fills in real quick afterwards, too. It does. It does. I think, you know, a previous life I was probably a Viking. Right. So, based on my heritage and my ability to grow a beard. Have you done any tracing yet? Is Yukon Cornelius in the family in some way? No, well, Irish, English, Norwegian, and German. So it's a possibility. Pretty, pretty good odds. Pretty good. Pretty good odds indeed. Pretty good odds indeed. You, you have you been staying out of trouble recently? Trying to. Yes, I try to stay out of trouble. I can. I, I get that. Any update on the tax conformity stuff? Tax conformity is still an issue. Um, seems odd when corporations have to file taxes by March fifteenth that we can't even agree on the rules. So, isn't today like March third? It is. Okay, just checking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just double checking on that. I wasn't. 12 days, you know, just figured maybe somebody could work something out. Yeah, you would think. Has there, been, has there been any fallout from that in terms of businesses maybe not paying invoices as quickly as possible or anything like that because they're kind of waiting to figure out what's going to happen with everything? Is there a trickle-down effect in, in aspects of that nature in terms of or at least holding off on investment and everything like that? Have we seen some of that so far? I think, I think you, you're definitely going to see that. I mean, in a lot of planning rooms, it's probably – not obvious to a lot of people, but if you're sitting there with a, your board figuring out how you're going to reinvest in the company or what you want to do, it doesn't give you a lot of confidence when we're 12 days from when you're supposed to even file taxes and you don't know what's going on. But yeah, we can, you know, go to rallies here or there and have an emergency protest. And, you know, we're, I guess we're concentrating on the important stuff. Yeah, we're really, <laughs> really concentrating on the very important stuff. Um, what's uh, what, what's all this stuff going on about the the rail? Wasn't fifty thousand dollars marked for a, a study on on rail stuff that was all earmarked, and now we're trying to take it back? What's what's yep. going on? Yep, was a done deal. You know, we had sent our fifty thousand dollars as our our match for a rail study, as well as Lewiston, and then suddenly we kind of had notice yesterday that the Auburn City Council is going to put that on the agenda for Monday to discuss rescinding that fifty thousand dollars. So they want our check back. That would effectively kill the uh, rail study. Haven't they been working on that rail study now for like, I don't know, like trying to get this done now for three or four years? Now all of a sudden it's not a priority? Or Yeah, I mean, the chamber's position was, you know, we're not for rail at any cost, but this was something we got behind because it answers a lot of questions. It's really going to provide you the answers to the questions on the feasibility of rail and what that looks like and really give you a financial pro forma. So it really provides the information that we need. It was a very pragmatic bill. Um, it's a great idea. It was voted in, money was sent, and now suddenly, somehow, some way, we're going to ask for that money back. And uh, I don't know if there's somebody from Auburn that has a connection in Augusta, maybe in that office that could help, you know, get permission to have the money back. But I know I just see it doesn't seem right to me. I I would probably uh, have to say that seems kind of odd to me. You know, and especially with. You know, Leo DiCaprio had such a heartwarming speech the other night about, you know, saving the planet and everything. You know, know. wouldn't rail save, you know, all sorts of CO2 emissions from going into the sky? I mean... Bipartisan, both sides of the aisle. That's what it is. That's what I was thinking, you know. 
Maybe we got to get the bear in. Seven twelve from Revenant. Seven twelve, ten degrees. We've got more coming up. Matt Leonard from the Androscoggin County Chamber of Commerce. You listen to the Breakfast Club on Z one oh five five. Oxford Networks offering new business phone network and cloud solutions. If you haven't seen Oxford Networks late five five, LA's only local radio station. Seven twenty, eleven degrees. Continuing now with Matt Leonard from the LA Metro Chamber of Commerce. Excuse me, the LA Metro Chamber, right? LA yeah. Metro Chamber. That's the easiest way to do it, right? It happens. It all happens. the time, right? No. To some some people. To some. To yeah. some. Not not all, of course. No. So I'd, I'd like to thank the uh, the moles that were out there um, sending stuff in to remind me that I said it wrong. It was good. It was nice. I appreciate that. I needed that because I would never have realized. Uh, continuing on now, I talked a little bit about the, the rail stuff. What? You got a lot of people in the in the chamber, and I keep seeing minimum wage, and I see there's a minimum wage thing that's going on. The like they're looking to increase it to twelve dollars an hour. I gotta imagine there's a few chamber members a little uneasy with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's not just our chamber; it's statewide. Remember, right. remember the minimum wage coalition. Yeah, and we're, and it's not that people are against raising the minimum wage. I think we recognize that it should have been raised a long time ago. You you would have hoped the federal government would have done that because it's a federal minimum wage. And anytime you start, you know, differentiating yourself by raising that minimum wage, whether at a state level or municipal level, you know, that could be a competitive disadvantage. So we would have preferred if the federal government had done what they needed to do to raise it. They didn't. I mean, People's Alliance came up with this pie-in-the-sky idea of raising to $12, getting rid of the tip wage credit. It's just not reality. It doesn't work. It's not going to work here. It's not going to work in Caribou. It doesn't work for everybody. So what we've really done is we've asked the legislator, legislature to come up with a competing measure, which they have. It raises the minimum wage over the next three years to $10 an hour. It does not put it on autopilot. You know, part of the other proposal is indexing, meaning it goes to $12, then it's going to increase every year automatically, regardless of how the economy is doing, more or less. So the competing measure is going to really provide a realistic and sustainable option for voters this November to raise the minimum wage to $10 an hour. Seems like it would be a little less steep of a jump for folks, I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make sense. I mean, I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, the hospitality industry is key for Maine. It provides a lot of jobs, particularly in the summer, wintertime, you know, it was a mild winter, but um, a lot of jobs. And the reality is in the restaurant, the margin is only three to five percent. So the profit margin in a successful restaurant is already three to five percent. If you dramatically increase wages and you change things at that nature, you're going to change the business model. You're going to put people out of business for one. You're going to lose jobs. You're going to see more of those kiosks at your table where you no longer have a waiter or a waitress. You punch in your order and it comes to you with some robots or something. Like the reality is, you know, the numbers have to work. You know, it's weird too, because I've always thought of that. I always think of the movie Office Space when the guy comes in and he's got all the flair. Do you think one of those kiosks would have a lot of flair? Do you think they'd have a lot of personality? No, they, I think, no. I don't feel like they would. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think... Do you think they can suggest anything off the menu? 
Like, it. yeah. It's yeah, interesting. You know, and it, it's odd, too, because, you know, innovation is some of those things. Like, you see in a lot of kiosks, they don't have the flair, but they provide video games and entertainment while you wait. Right. So, see, that's what I'd rather have. Before. It's another revenue stream because, right. you know, they're asking you, hey, you know, pay five bucks and we'll let you play a little solitaire while you wait. Like, it's. That's good. Yeah. I, I don't want that, you know, rolling through. And I mean, you see fast food restaurants doing it everywhere now yeah. where they're just, beep, bye. Yeah, if you've been to the airport, you've seen that, you know, most likely you're you're punching in your order in a kiosk. Oh. Minimum wage, uh, jumping it up too dramatically can, can certainly lead to some unintended consequences for folks that can affect them in everyday life that they might want to look at first. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Matt Leonard is in from the L.A. Metro Chamber. Coming up, we're going to be talking about job fair. That's going to be happening here real soon. And we'll talk about a few other things as well. I'll also talk about the Lucian Auburn Economic Growth Council. 724, it's 11 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on C1055. This is your local sports flash brought to you by Sabatis Regional Credit Union. Providing... Matt Leonardson from the LA Metro Chamber. Just registered for the Chamber Breakfast, by the way. There you go. Coming it's going to be up. a good one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, technically, Bonnie registered me, but it was I'm registered. I'm in there. I'm there. So it counts. That's Thursday, March 10th. That's a week from today. So a week from today. Hence my appearance this morning. Bruce uh, Bruce Poliquin next uh, this month's speaker. Yeah, right? Congressman Poliquin's this month's speaker, and it, it's great. This is a great breakfast because we do it at the Franco Center. So lots of personality there. Of course, the man with three names, Mitchell Clyde Thomas. Yes. Yep. The Our man host. With three names. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. That's going to stick. That one's going to stick. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, I did see some members in the spotlight. I see the folks from the Emerging Film Festival will actually be there as part of the spotlighters as well. So Yeah, what a great story, you know. I mean, it's just taken off. It's got international acclaim now. And mm -hmm. Thousands, literally thousands of films submitted for consideration. I think Jen was telling me yesterday when she was in Jen Thompson, uh, 2,300 films or something like right. that. It's crazy. They had to break them off into groups so that people could watch. I mean, like... From all over the world. You know, people talk about Netflix and chill all the time. Like, right. how about a Merge Film Festival and chill? That, you know? I be, mean, that's... Be an interesting fundraiser. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that I, would I, be a we, fundraiser all in itself. <laughs> Certainly would be. Oh, boy. So... Let's see, what's uh, what, what's the latest on the Lewiston-Auburn Economic Growth Council? I know there was a little bit of... Um, uh, stuff going on uh with the, with the uh town council and in auburn and them and how's that working itself out is it working itself out i don't know i don't know if it's really changed i think it kind of died down a bit but you know we took some heat you know the wondering but i will tell you this that you know the chamber isn't me you know i happen to be the spokesperson and it's a great responsibility and i'm glad to do it but when the, when the chamber comes out and re releases a press release that says they support the growth council and they're concerned about what's going on, that's a board of 30 individuals representing over 1,200 members. So this is not Matt Leonard's opinion. This was the opinion of a 30-person board of our community's business leaders representing over 1,200 members. So there is concern that there are things at play that jeopardize uh, funding the Growth Council, which would jeopardize the economic environment that we've created. We're on the cusp of something really special here. We have three major development projects going with Exit 80, Bates Mill, Medical Tourism. And now is not the time to send a message that we're reconsidering investing in our economic growth. What, what could some of the fallout be from that if that for some reason got, got knifed? 
Right, that's the first domino. So you, you defund uh, Auburn's portion, causes perhaps Lewiston to pull out. And then there are literally dozens of companies around here who have gotten gap financing from the Growth Council. I mean, the Growth Council actually has assets that it provides for loans to provide financing that they can't get from banks. And these aren't nondescript companies. The latest one, you might know this place, it's called Lost Valley. So the Growth Council came in and was able to provide that gap financing, that mechanic savings bank. They got in, they provided the maximum loan they could, and they approached the Growth Council. So you take that asset away for our communities, and what's next? I tell you what's next, Lost Valley wouldn't be here. So, Yo, you mean we'd have the annual winter thing of we got to help Lost Valley because it might not open this year because that's what was happening previously? Right. Or yeah. or the other thing you hear about is what, what if Lost Valley took itself into a nonprofit status and took all that property value, property tax off the rolls of Auburn? So what's the benefit that the Growth Council provides? Let's just look at that as a case study. I mean, we needed a gap financing. The Growth Council was readily available and there to provide it. And it keeps Lost Valley as an iconic contributor to our community and it keeps that tax revenue on the rolls. So the growth council does have a tangible and positive benefit for our community and jeopardizing its future now after we've done a three year scope of services agreement. I mean, it was in 2014 that Lewiston Auburn sat down and were able to determine what the path was going to be for the next three years at least. And all of a sudden we got some gamesmanship going on. So, I don't think it's wise. Others don't think it's wise. And I know we're ready to sit there and defend our partner if needed. Matt Leonard from the LA Metro Chamber. We'll have more with him coming up. Talk about the job fair that's upcoming as well. There's plenty of those right now. 744, 12 degrees. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks. Back up your data on our secure. Must be because Trump's coming to Portland. 752, 12 degrees. Yeah, I mean, that's all the protesting. An emergency uh, protest. An emergency protest. Yes. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. 12 degrees outside. Matt Leonard from the LA Metro Chamber continues with me now. Final segment with him today. If you missed any of this interview, and there was quite a few things in there you probably wanted to hear, especially if you're an Auburn resident, check it out online after the show at Z1055.com. Big uh, job fair coming up. Yes, this is what they pay me for. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the doom and gloom out there, I'll tell you this. If, if you're looking for a job, we got a great opportunity for you. Coming up April 1st, Central Maine Community College. From 9 a.m. to noon, we'll have over 75 employers there. This year, if you go to lametrochamber.com and you click on the registration link for those who are interested in attending, if you do it now, you actually have your resume reviewed in advance of the job fair. So if you're out there and you're wondering if your resume is on point or not, get in there, register. We'll go ahead and look at it. Some human resource professionals will go ahead and review that for you, get back with you, allow you to revise it. And then once it's you know ready to go, we'll get that to empl- employers in advance of you attending. So you'll know if there's interest in you. So we, the good thing is we're gonna have 75 employers there. But also, we're going to provide the resources for you to review your resume and get that in the hands of the employers so they know you're coming. So what we're hoping for is that maybe three or five of those employers are interested in you and are going to ask to see you so you can really invest your time wisely and hopefully find a job for you. Great. That's it. That's well thought out. That's a good, that's a good plan. I wish I could claim the credit, but I really can't. You know, <laughs> Matt, 
You know, See, that was my way of figuring out yeah. if it was. This was my. This was my. This was my plan. Was it? Was it this a man idea? Or is he going to give credit to somebody? I mean, the so. reality is, you know, uh, Mary Lafontaine at the Career Center is awesome. We have mm-hmm. the best Career Center in the state. That's a fact. Yeah. That's not opinion. Uh, we have the best Career Center in the state. Mary Lafontaine does a lot of great work. Uh, that was schemed out, and uh, a lot of work, hard work on uh, Jenny Zebart's part. Director of uh, Marketing Communications for us and making all of this work. You know, how do you receive a few hundred resumes, get them reviewed, get them back in people's hands? I mean, those are the, that's the secret, right? Like, I get to come on the radio and talk about it, but it was Mary LaFontaine, uh, a lot of effort at the Central uh, Maine Community College and allowing us to use their facility and setting it up, and then Jenny's hard work. So it's going to be a great event. That's great. That's really good stuff. It's good of you that you gave the credit where it was due to. That was nice. See, that was that was all done. You hit that one out of the park there. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I wish. I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> it really is. Matt Leonard from the L.A. Metro Chamber. You can find out more from them online at lametrochamber.com. Of course, next week we'll be live at the Chamber Breakfast. Congressman Bruce Poliquin will be the keynote speaker. And, of course, we'll be live like we are from every Chamber Breakfast. This one at the Franco Center. Mitchell Clyde Thomas will be there. Is he planning any musical interludes? Is this going to be like the Oscars yeah, or anything? I don't know, but, I mean, that's a good idea. You know, maybe I could bring Rebecca along and you got Mitchell Clyde Thomas. And, oh, we could know. do, like, special effects stuff. Maybe they can fly around. We can get them on the on That the would be awesome. Like, Wizard of Oz, like the flying monkeys. Yeah, and like, yeah. I think he could do that. We could possibly. do it. We, you need to call him up. I think I think this needs to happen. Yes. I think this needs to happen. Matt, fun as always. Thank hey, you. Thanks for having me. We'll have more coming up. Christopher Shario from the Public Theater. What does rhyme with America? We'll tackle that important topic, topic coming up here on The Z. The Breakfast Club. This is your local sports flash. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.